Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. To be more specific, this is episode 188 of the show. Um, if you don't know what we do here on the podcast, just real briefly, we uh, every middle of the week, Wednesday or Thursday, I release a new episode where I interview a YouTube creator. I talk with them about their journey on YouTube, the different things, tips, and strategies that they've used to get to where they are now uh, in hopes of bringing you some value, maybe make it a light bulb go off in your head and say, hey, I could do that to grow my channel. Um, if that's something that maybe is of interest to you, hit the subscribe button on iTunes, leave us a review once you've listened to it, if you like the show, and I'll give you a shout out on one of the next week's episodes. Um, we are supported, as always, by the fine folks over at TubeBuddy. If you don't know what TubeBuddy is, it's the one tool that I always recommend to all YouTubers getting started, or even if you've been on YouTube forever and you're looking for a tool to make it more efficient as far as the workflow uh, on YouTube, TubeBuddy is that tool. There's so many cool things. Check out the link in the show notes to check them out. Uh, they got a free browser plug-in as well as a mobile app for Android and iOS devices. Um, and we're brought to you by the patrons. Man, tons of new patrons coming on this week. If you want access to a YouTube-centric Discord where you can share your videos, bounce ideas uh, back and forth with each other, you can submit questions for the podcast, submit guests for the podcast, and most importantly, just support the show uh, for as little as $3, less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks or even the 7-Eleven. Go check that out. The link will be in the description as well. Um, I do want to say that I continue to appreciate your support. I want you to know that I am not resting on my laurels as though, uh, you know, we are now 180 some odd episodes into this thing. I feel like we are just now hitting the ground running. We are just now getting started. I have so many ideas. I have so many different things that I want to try. Um, so many more guests that I want to bring on the show. And so just sit back, relax, put this on the iPod, on the iPod, nobody uses those anymore. Put this in your, whatever you listen to your podcast with and just enjoy for the next 30 minutes. I feel like this episode is another value-packed episode with our guest Holden. So without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's conversation on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Dusty here as always, joined today by Holden Hardman. You got to be careful with that one with two H's there. I thought I was going to butcher that. Um, Holden is a YouTuber <laughs> devoted to commentary, humor, and his hometown of Pensacola, and more recently, Christianity. He's had some recent growth in his channel from meeting the voice actors of Goku and Vegeta to exposing a local church cult. At the end of the day, he just loves making videos for his channel, so aptly named Holden Hardman. Holden, how are you doing today, sir? Hey, doing good, Dusty. Thank you so much for having me on today. No, thank you for uh, for having me. Not having me. What am I talking about? That, there's <laughs> thank the, you for being on my podcast. Thank you for Dusty. being on my podcast. There's the cold that I was telling you about. I got that uh, that nice kind of uh, foggy brain right now. Uh, but thanks for joining me today, Holden. I'm super excited about kind of having you on the show today. Talk about your growth on YouTube. Um, you know, you're over almost 14,000 subscribers now. Many, many more thousands of views. You do some really fun stuff over on YouTube. I got a couple of specific questions I want to ask you, but before before I do that, will you let my audience know a little bit more about you and the kind of content that you create and kind of your journey on YouTube? Sure. Um, I've had a little bit of trouble sort of niching down, which is typically your rule of thumb. 
is you want to niche down on some type of uh, particular type of content. Um, I've always struggled with that, to be honest, because, I mean, even in the description you read of, of me, of me being, meeting the voice actors of Goku and Vegeta to Christianity to my hometown, you know, I do commentary. So I think the best way to describe my channel now would be like a variety commentary channel. So I do a lot of different stuff. Um, and the reason I'm like that is just because I have such a wide range of stuff that I want to talk about or even feeling, you know, stuff, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in a more serious mood today or I'm in a more fun mood today. So, you know, uh, that's sort of where I, that's sort of how I would describe my channel currently. So what do you think are the, the positives about having a broad niche or a broad channel? And what do you think are the downfalls? I, I have, like I said before, I think the general rule, rule of thumb is to niche down. You know, you know, whenever a person goes to your channel, they want to know the type of content that they get. Um, for me, I've debated, should I do just a Dragon Ball Z channel? You know the Dragon Ball Z YouTubers out there. Um, should I do like Christianity-based YouTube stuff? Because, you know, those are specific type of channels too. Um, and I just can't really bring myself to do it because I don't always want to talk about all these things you know, every single day, as much as I love them, you know? Um, so I think the positive side for me is that I can make videos that I, that I truly want to make. I'm not bogged down by, you know, I, I can't make a video about, you know, Dragon Ball Z cause I have to do a video about, um, you know, I do a series on my channel called Christian memes where I, you know, it's kind of like Christian meme review. Um, <laughs> but you know, but I, I couldn't do Dragon Ball Z stuff like that or, um, I'm doing a short um, Michael Myers ver ver ah, versus Jason Voorhees video uh, for Halloween, and I couldn't do that if I was only doing Dragon Ball Z videos. So it allows me the freedom to make what I want. And the downside to that is, you know, I have people that watch me just for my, my local hometown Pensacola-based videos that don't care about Dragon Ball Z stuff. So um, I think my subscribers are kind of a little bit of a melting pot in and of themselves. So I would say that would probably be the, the downside to it. So... Um, that's just my perspective on it. It's kind of a, a, a weird kind of tightrope to balance because you want to do stuff that's fun. You want to do stuff that you enjoy. You're into Dragon Ball Z. You're into all of these things, Star Wars. You're into all of these different things. But you also do these really cool videos like the best burger in Pensacola and the best pizza in Pensacola. <laughs> and all of these videos are doing so well for you. I mean, tens of thousands of views. And so, I mean, I give you kudos for doing what makes you happy because more and more... You know, I used to recommend five years ago to all creators to niche down to a specific, you know, uh, topic right. or whatever. And, you know, I still recommend that for certain channels. But for someone like you who has such a wide range of things that you like, I mean, could you get more views and subscribers if you just separated it and did like a Holden Hardman Dragon Ball Z channel and then a Pensacola channel? Sure, maybe. But would you have the same amount of satisfaction? So that, that's, that's really where you have to look at yourself and say, well, what's the purpose of this channel? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Is it for me or is it for, you know, uh, to, to grow to astronomical, you know, subscriber or view counts? And so right. that's what I love about someone who's able to do all of the different things that you do. And I'll just give a list of a couple of videos that you do. Um, you do the conquering, uh, critiquing my old horror videos. You're doing a Star <laughs> Wars um, Episode Nine final trailer reaction. So you do reaction videos. Um, you do your top 10 favorite moments in Dragon Ball Z. So you have all of these different things that you're trying to cover. And, and, and I love that, that you're, you're going for it. And that's super cool. Um, so with that being said, what has been the hardest thing for you growing a YouTube channel from the ground up, what has been the hardest thing for you to grasp? I think, I think my thing was the mentality of it. Um, I've been doing videos since I was, 
you know, a kid, you know, with my neighborhood friends. And I've been making them as pretty much as long as I can remember with the cheap, crappy, you know, $100 camera, no sound equipment, no money, you know, in school and stuff. And um, I think for the longest time, my fault was trying to make videos to to go viral, you know, because I would look at like other YouTubers that were, you know, incredibly more successful than me and be like, well, look at this video and their quality. And they've got, you know, millions of views. I can make something that's just as, you know, just as good quote, you know, and, you know, certainly people will watch that. So I would spend all this time and energy and, you know, hours and hours editing some video thinking this is going to be the one people are going to watch this one. This is one that's going to take off. And then nobody does, you know? And so, um, I would just get disheartened, discouraged. And eventually I just, I had to get out of that mindset. And I was like, I, I make videos that I want to, that I want to make one thing and that I would want to watch. So, um, <laughs> that's pretty much the philosophy I've stuck to kind so of in the last let me ask years. you, let me ask you this then. How did you get, a, how did you get away from that? And because a lot of people get to that point to where they're like, oh man, this is the one. And then they get so discouraged. And I talk to a lot of clients that I work with on, on a weekly and monthly basis and they get so discouraged. How did you, you know, pick yourself up by the bootstraps per se and just say, you know what, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing what I want to do. Um, so how did you get beyond that kind of mental barrier? I think it's like the motivation of it. Like I, I, love making videos just like straight up, man. I, I just enjoy making them. It brings me personally, it brings me joy. So I think if your motivation into going YouTube, going into YouTube, and I, I hear this from time to time from people um, here that come to me for advice and um, they're, they want to get into YouTube because they think they can monetize and they can, you know, I can make a couple hundred dollars here on the side. And it is just so it's unrealistic, honestly, especially early on. Like I've been doing YouTube for years now and only recently, like in the past six to nine months, have I made any type of meaningful income from it. Um, so those are like years and years of just building up a reputation for it. But for, but for me, if you're going into YouTube because you want to be viral and you want to make money, um, especially like early on, kind of like looking at it as like this quick way to, to get popularity, um, that may work for some people. Like there might be an outlier case. The vast majority of YouTubers, that is not the case at all. It is a marathon, 100%. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to run a marathon, you might as well enjoy it. So <laughs> I enjoy making videos. I make I make videos for me um, because I enjoy it. I'm I'm glad that people stick stick around and like some of what I make. Some they don't like everything that I make. <laughs> you know, so I'll get some videos. I'll get a lot of you know. I'll get some negativity, and then some videos that are random that do very very well. I wasn't expecting and. Um, it's crazy, man. I but but I love it. That's that's the bottom line for me. I I make videos because I personally love it. I say this a lot, Holden. There there's something about starting with nothing and then creating something from that from that nothing as far as like a video. And whenever I I go to edit a a wedding film that that you know something that I do on the side is I film weddings is I love getting back home in my studio, nobody around me. And I have all the footage on my, my desktop and I'm, I'm getting into the video editor and I get to create a movie and I get to tell a story. And it's the same way with YouTube videos is that, you know, you start with nothing but an idea and then you get to kind of create and produce this piece of art that you then get to share with possibly millions of people online for yeah. free. And that's such a cool thing. It's such a cool prospect to have that, that, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people could eventually see this. If this is indeed the one that goes crazy or viral or whatever it may be. Now tell me about yourself. Like, what do you do? Like, what is your day job? Um, how does YouTube kind of fit in with that? Like explain kind of where you're at right now, kind of personally, uh, in relation to YouTube and kind of what you do professionally. 
Sure. Uh, I'm going through a little bit of a paradigm shift here recently. So as of the last two months, I would be, I would be full-time employed through YouTube currently. <laughs> so I, I was working this job um, kind of uh, at a hospital, helping people that didn't have insurance, like low-income families and stuff. Um, we lost our contract at our local hospital. So I was, I was doing that for about two and a half years, nine to five, while making YouTube videos. So while doing that, I, I've had this sort of personal commitment to myself that I would make at least one video per week for YouTube. And I've stuck with that for you know, the past two and a half years. I think that that's you know, consistency you hear all the time that's being a key factor. So I've taken that very seriously and I've stuck with it. So um, anyway, so I was working at the hospital. I, um, uh, for two and a half years, we lost our contract. They tried, we lost about half of our workforce just from that. Um, they relocated a couple of us, me included, to sort of like this home-based thing. They switched our job titles. Basically, they had me, uh, they changed my job to like cold calling people that had overdue bills, you know, that um, I was calling people, patients who had just recently passed away. Um, not what I signed up for at all. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was, I hated it, you know. I only did it for just a little bit and I was like, um, you know, I was finally making, you know, enough on YouTube. I was making about half of my income on YouTube, um, uh, during this period of time and YouTube fluctuates so much. I was very, very nervous to being like, maybe I should just quit and try making, you know, try doing more of YouTube stuff. Um, so that's what I did. I talked to my, uh, fiance, my now fiance about it. And, um, we were like, you know, I think we could, I think we could get by. So, uh, that's what I did. I quit two months, about two months ago, I want to say. Um, and I've been just cranking out videos, writing. Um, I wouldn't actually be able to talk to you today if I was still working over there. Cause I was, you know, working, I'd be working. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, yeah, I'm in this sort of, uh, sort of this really scary position. I've, I've started to tackle Patreon more, um, pushing more like merchandise as though any, you know, when somebody buys a $20 t-shirt that really helps, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm in this scary position, man, this scary sort of, uh, it's not make or break it. I can survive. Um, but it's, it's exciting because now I can really you know, do what I love to do, but also be like, okay, we can't spend this much money on fast food. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you can really go go into it and 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 kind of dedicate the more time. And I, I I like that. I appreciate you being honest and kind of telling us that story. Now, kind of to piggyback off that last question, how are you making money? Um, what are the different ways? And you talked about selling a twenty dollars T shirt. So we know you're in in the whole merchandise kind of uh, side of things on YouTube. So talk about the different ways that, as a channel of your size. People think that a channel of, you know, 13, 15, 20,000 subscribers cannot make money. I want you to debunk that myth now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm I putting had, a lot I, of pressure on you, by the way. That's okay. That's okay. I don't mind at all. So, um, and I don't mind, you know, debunking it. I'm, I'm getting sidetracked here. So, okay. uh, I, uh, I had a couple of videos that, that did decently well for my channel. So I had, I did a, a video exposing a local church cult. Um, but a couple months ago, I want to say that, uh, did very, very well. Um, uh, but, uh, so to put it in perspective, it's about 180,000 views right now. So in, in the grand scheme of YouTube, that's, you know, um, you, know, you might click on it just for the view number, but it's not, you know, it's not millions of views. So that video has brought me in, um, a couple thousand dollars. I want to say maybe about 2000 over the course of its lifetime. Um, uh, about a 38 minute runtime, a couple ads, you know, in the middle there, but not like spamming it. Um, I had two Dragon Ball Z videos meeting Goku and Vegeta that I've had on for about a year each, maybe two years for the Goku one. Um, and it fluctuates. It gets on the algorithm. It gets recommended a lot. And I see these spikes in my analytics. And so I, you know, get several hundred dollars from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started my Patreon this month. <laughs> um, 
got four patrons right now so far, um, making about $75 a month just in the, I've, I've only had it active for about two weeks. So $75 a month is what it's slated at, assuming nobody bails on me. <laughs> um, and I'm hoping to grow that. So I'm going to start shifting focus to that a little bit. And I have a Teespring account. So just recently, as in like two, three days ago, integrated it directly into YouTube. But I think you have to have a 10,000 subscriber base before you could do that. I don't, I don't remember, but um, I saw that I was able to, so I did. And so I have some merch that, should, that shows up. Um, I'm, I know I need to start focusing on sources outside of YouTube. Um, I watch Philip DeFranco from time to time, and he's talked about this, how you can't rely like, on YouTube alone for like, ad revenue to make a living because it fluctuates so much. So you need to have multiple sources of sort of like um, passive, sort of, it's kind of pseudo-passive income that you can rely on. So if I built my Patreon, I got you know, several hundred dollars a month from that, and I was able to sell some T-shirts from time to time. On top of the ad revenue, I'm sort of I could sort of have a balance and pool this income from multiple sources. And like you, I film weddings from time to time, so that helps as well. Right, it's all about supplement, right? And and, and having supplemental income that can help you kind of you know make ends meet. And I remember when you know three or four years ago, I took the leap, and my wife and I had you know a lot of conversation, and, and we talked with a lot of people kind of who have you know done this leap before. Go from you know working a nine to five to you know completely running your own business. It's a very scary jump to make. Um, and a couple of bits of advice that I would always tell people is, you know, make sure you have something to, to lean on. Make sure you have six to nine months of income already saved up and make sure that you kind of know and have a plan of kind of what you want to do going forward. So I really appreciate you being honest and open. Now, you know, Patreon is another way to do it. You know, you can create, you know, email lists and things like that. Membership sites, you can create courses. There's a lot of different ways that you can monetize and make money at a very small subscriber base as a channel. Um, and so I think... You did a really good job debunking that myth. I appreciate that. Well, thanks. Um, and Super Chats is kind of a, a, another thing, too. That's really, really weird that people would be willing to donate just like when I go live. Um, it also helps build a relationship with kind of your loyal subscribers and stuff, which I have. It's crazy to see these people have been here for months and years even. I want to say this. Um, a, a new segment on, on my show um, that, uh, that I want to do is, uh, read my favorite comment from the guests that I have on, on the, the podcast. And for you, I, I took a screenshot of this, uh, this morning. Uh, my favorite comment is coming from a guy named combo. He says, uh, Dragon Ball Z and Jesus. I couldn't dream of a better YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I read that and I was like, this is fantastic. I'm screenshotting this. This is going to open up this new segment. So I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was such a good comment. Oh, that's yeah, maybe that's my niece. That's weird Venn diagram of Dragon Ball Z and and, G and Jesus, I guess. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow, that's fantastic. Um, let me ask you this, Holden. If if you could go back now in time, um, what is something that you wish someone would have told you um, when you first started out on YouTube? Oh, geez, man. Um, <laughs> I uh, that's a good question, Dusty. Um, <laughs> um, I would say. I would say don't get discouraged um, so easily, maybe. I, for me and maybe for a lot of people that are trying to get, kind of get the ball rolling on YouTube, we work so hard on a specific video. This is what got me. I, I would work so hard on a specific video that would get 20 to 50 views, and I would just be so d distraught about it. I'd try to share it you know, on social media, and it'd feel like no one would care. You know, family may not care, and you know, your, clo you know, your close friend circles may not even care. Um, 
and I think that that was really discouraging. And then, you know, now I, you know, even when I was working at the hospital, um, they're not my audience, you know what I mean? So you have a very specific audience, even me being sort of broad. Um, and it just may not be for your, for your parents or for your friends. And it might be for somebody in, in Canada or, you know, Kentucky or something. Um, that, that's what I would say. Just don't get discouraged so easily. Just make videos because you really enjoy them. And if, and if not, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, um, maybe try something else. That, that would probably be what I would say. Yeah. It, what a weird like paradigm though that, and, and I agree with you, like even when I'm on YouTube and like the podcast that, that I create now and all the different content that I create and put out there, my close friend circle that I'm, here and around and talk to on a daily basis. It's not that they don't care, but it's just not stuff that they would consume on a regular basis. And it's, it's very hard to explain, but that can get discouraging. You know, even if you've told them to check it out in the beginning and they don't, they don't, you know, they don't have time. They got families, they got a life to whatever. It's, it's really hard to get past that and beyond that and know that, Hey, there is a person out there who you're making this video for. There is a person out there that you're making this content for, but it may yeah. not, you know, it may not be your best friend. It may not be uh, your brother or, or a close friend that you have and that you do kind of life with. Um, what, what are some YouTube tools or resources that you use that you would recommend to my audience, whether it be hardware, software, internet resource? Um, what are the stuff that kind of that, that you use to make all the magic happen? Yeah. Well, whenever people ask me like how to, you know, how to get started, what do I need to buy and stuff? I've always preached that you need use what you have first. Um, I was making videos with a crappy hundred dollar camera. I had no sound. I had nothing. And if I had like the technology of the phone in my pocket, the camera of that, the, the audio quality of that, um, that kids today have that people have that I didn't have the luxury back then, man, I'm sounding old, dusty, geez. Um, um, make videos from what you have and then, and then, and then grow accordingly. Don't fall into this myth that you have to go out and you have to buy $3,000 worth of equipment. You got to buy a nice 4k, you know, 120 FPS camera. You have to buy all this great lighting and stuff at first. This is all stuff that's important. Don't get me wrong. Um, but you know, when you're starting, just, you know, just use what you have at first. Don't go into debt to, to, to try and make it. So for me, I've used the same camera for five years, you know, partly because I can't afford to buy another one and um, partly because there's nothing wrong with it, really. Um, so that's what I would say. Just uh, uh, use what you have and, and go from there. We're debunking a lot of myths on this show that Dragon Ball Z and Jesus can be said in the same sentence, that you can make <laughs> money as a small channel, that, I mean, there, there's all kinds of things that we're, that we're really going strong at today. I want us to keep going here. Um, I think we may solve a lot of the world's problems. Um, sure. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let me ask you this. Explain it like a typical day, like a typical day for you when you wake up, you go to bed. It doesn't all have to be YouTube centric. Talk about kind of your habits, your rituals, your morning and, and evening <laughs> rituals. What, what are you, what does a day look like for Holden? Um, well, I do, I do a lot of writing for, for videos. I, I struggled. Maybe this would be helpful for other people out there. Whenever I first started doing YouTube, I would, I, I remember very, very clearly to be like, oh, I'm going to be a YouTuber. I'm going to talk about something. So I sat down in front of my camera, think I had all these jokes in my head, right? And I would sit down in front of the camera, get the camera recording, and I just froze. And I would be like, hey, guys, it's Holden. No, that was stupid. How's it going, everyone? No, that was stupid, too. And I, I, I just was like, man, I suck at this. <laughs> so um, for me, it's helped me to script out a lot of kind of the stuff that I talk about in my videos so I can always refer back to it. Um, and I envy, man, I, I envy these people that can just get on camera and they just riff. They're just able to go, go, go. 
And I sort of do that with like reactionary type of videos or if I'm, you know, watching something. But when I'm like, okay, I have a, this is a specific video I want to talk about. I'll either bullet points or I'll do, I'll actually straight up script it out. So that may be helpful for some people that are struggling to do that. But anyway, so I, um, I always have about four videos kind of in the tank at different stages of develop, development, you know. Um, I, I like to, I'll, I'll write um, a little bit in the morning. I'll spend some time editing. I'll spend some time shooting. Um, I'm very, very, uh, like I said, I've only been doing this for about two months now full time. Excuse me. And I, so um, I usually wake up, we'll get some breakfast. <laughs> this is very exciting, I know. Um, uh, either keep working on a specific video or, uh, or yeah, it's just really, my, it's hard to think outside of YouTube because that's pretty much all I do now. Right. Right. Yeah, so. No, I, 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 the reason I asked that question is because I find it intriguing. Um, you know, it, it's, it's hard for other YouTubers to, you know, especially in their little area where they live to get together with other creators out there to talk about kind of what they're doing on a daily you know basis. Um, but yeah. if your mind and everything revolves around YouTube, then, I mean, that's all you can really say. So I completely yeah. understand that. Um, I kind of get like this, this sort of YouTube high. You've heard of like a runner's high. It's, um, it's weird. So we talked about like putting, you talked about whenever you do a wedding or whenever you do whatever type of video, sort of making this co coherent story that you put together. I've always viewed videos from like the writing stage to the shooting stage to the editing stage of like piecing a puzzle together. You know, you writing it and you edit, you filming it, you're just making the pieces. And then whenever you edit it, you're sort of, you're putting the puzzle together. And then um, the high is whenever, okay, I've worked, I've, I'm, I'm done with the video and I hit, you know, public, I hit publish, I made my thumbnail, and I just let it out into the world. And it's kind of like this, oh, I call it like the upload phobia. How is the world going to, how are people going to respond to this video? Are they going to hate it? Are they going to like it? What are they going to say? And I sort of have like, I think they're going to say this, you know, I'm really hoping that they go for that. And then, you know, you get some people that go the opposite direction, but it's really like this sort of, um, as silly as it sounds, but it's sort of like this little bit of a rush that you get public. I, I'll even have a habit of shutting, like after I pub go public, I don't check any notifications for like an hour, hour and a half. You know, just <laughs> let it get out there, let it sit. It's like when, you, when you're watching your favorite sports team and it's getting down to the <laughs> wire and you like you see those kids that like cover their eyes. And I don't want to see. I don't want to see what yeah. happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, almost 400 videos in and I'm still doing that. It's <laughs> like, no, okay, now I'll, I'll check it again in a minute. Something that I do is uh, early on, and not as much now because I guess I'm getting older and I care less about what people think. Maybe that says more about me. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> er, er, early on, I think I thought I was probably funnier than than I really am. Um, and my wife tells me this all the time. You know, I'll, I'll make a joke or crack a joke, and you know, I'm, I'm normally pretty quick witted, and um, you know, she'll she'll set me straight pretty, pretty good. And, and now <laughs> I have a, a four-year-old going on, you know, 16 who, who lets me know, dad, wow. that's, that's not funny. You know, dad, that's, that's not, that's not good, dad. That's not a funny joke. <laughs> um, and so, no, I think that's great. Um, in closing, Holden, what, what's next for your channel? Like, what are you wanting to do short-term and long-term? Like, what are some kind of goals that you've set for yourself going forward? Um, I mean, basically I have no intention of like, like slowing down or stopping. Like, I feel like with my, um, my given situation currently, I have a, it's a rare opportunity that I can, you know, I, we have my fiance's income, my sort of half of what I was making income from my old job. Um, it's, I'm excited to make more content. And um, if I'm ever able to make, you know, more money than I was even making before, 
Oh, dude, I, I would love to make more like shorts, like this Halloween short I'm going to uh, be posting um, on Halloween. Uh, I would love to make more stuff like that, sort of uh, combining different worlds and stuff. And um, I, I just am going to be grinding them out, man. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm, that's what my future looks like. Just putting your head down and just doing more and more content. I love yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I man. love it. Well, listen, yep. can you let my audience know where they can get in touch with you online? Sure. Um, I have Instagram um, and uh, Twitter. You, obviously, just um, look me up on YouTube, Holden Hardman. You go to my channel, I have like little links, um, you know, little affiliated links in the top right corner of my channel. So if you just YouTube Holden Hardman, find me and uh, go to one of those links. You can find me on social media. I got my email on there if you want to email me. Um, got my Patreon on there if you want to help support my channel. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, that would probably be the best way. Um, YouTube Holden Hardman, find my affiliated links. So it's Holden H-O-L-D-E-N, Hardman, H-A-R-D-M-A-N. All of the pertinent links will be in the show notes of this episode. What a fun episode, Holden. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been so much fun for me. I think it's going to have so much value for my audience as well. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Great. Thank you so much, Dusty. Thank you, Dusty's audience. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.